Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kyoto Wellington. It's Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM, and this is B Side Stories, stories of the people who make Wellington tick. I'm one of your hosts today. I'm Laura. And I'm Sadie. Hi, Sadie. Hi, Laura. Hi, Wellington. I um, hear that you had a fun weekend. Well, actually, the last weekend I was being ill. But um, the weekend before (laughs) that... Let's talk about the fun one. Yeah, so the fun (laughs) one was Queen's birthday. Um, I don't know if you remember, we talked to the people from Wellicon last year, which is New Zealand's largest board game convention. Um, It was even when we talked to them last year, but it's got even bigger. So over a thousand people came along to Kilburnie. And played board games all weekend. Fabulous. <laughs> I mean, that's my kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just out myself there. Um, what kind of games did you play? Um, well, mostly sort of sitting there fiddling around. <laughs> oh, uh, so playing you... with cards or dice games or yeah, so you like strategy. Try new ones. Yeah, I like try new ones. Yeah. And I like the strategy ones. But they also had a live game of code names where you you have clues around your neck and you walk around finding other people and working out from the clues what's going on. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Sounds like they, a They had a lot of stuff I didn't get a chance to try too. But yeah, yeah, definitely recommended. So the next one coming up is Mini Wellicom, which is on Labor Weekend, um, which is in October. So Fabulous. If anyone's interested. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um yeah, that sounds like fun. And did you take your kids? Did they join yeah. in the fun? Yeah, it's a full family affair. <laughs> Absolutely great. I I had a bit of a I had a bit of a shopping spree on the weekend, and I bought some. See, how do you like my trousers? How does everybody like Laura's trousers? <laughs> Hang on, I can't even see them. <laughs> oh yes, they are kind of patterned. How how would you describe pushes? them? Yes, they're a bit short, shiny. <laughs> Yeah, they are shiny. That's the word I was looking for. I was fishing for a shiny. <laughs> I only got a glimpse as your leg flew in the air there <laughs> from behind the control desk. Um, so I'm quite excited about um, my new secondhand trousers. Um, so I'll be shining them all over Wellington. So you can, if you see me shimmering down the street, make sure you... Keep an eye out. <laughs> um, look, I've got a really cool interview for the second half. Uh, I'm chatting to Zoe Stud from Mountains to Sea, um, a super cool kind of outdoor environmental education program based in Wellington. Um, and they do things around freshwater and oceans. And um, they've just had an exciting announcement about some new funding that they've got from the government. So she's going to tell us all about sort of, I guess, why the water in Wellington is so special. They are super cool. My kids have been on some of their programs. Oh, yeah? Getting to snorkel around and see see cool fish. Yeah. Awesome. So good. stay tuned for that. Cool. So um, I have got another one of those um, difficult-to-define, multi-talented Wellingtonians here today, Ellie Little. Um, hi, Ellie. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for inviting me in, Sadie. So let me know if I get the list more or less right. You're an artist and photographer, mm-hmm. performer and producer. Sometimes. Um, you teach improv theatre. Do teach improv theatre. 
I know that one because I learn improv theatre from you. Mm-hmm. This is how I Very met good Ellie one. recently. Very talented. Oh, thanks. So much potential. You <laughs> <laughs> should sign up to all the classes. See how dramatic she is. <laughs> um, you also make masks and puppets and films, and you've even made a TARDIS. A very small TARDIS. <laughs> how small? Uh, about um, 60 centimetres high. Okay. Yeah. But it only needs to be small, right? Because once you go inside, ah. it seems larger. <laughs> yes. Indeed, that was for an improv show. Uh, excellent. Mm. It's making me think of the Stonehenge and um, what's the name of that? Spinal Tap. No, <laughs> no. I'm thinking uh, of the Stonehenge and the Wire Rapper, but mockumentary about a uh, <laughs> about a heavy metal band, and they have a little that somebody orders the wrong size of Stonehenge to come down. Anyway, have you been to the Stonehenge and the Wire Rapper? No, it's um, made of concrete. Shamed. Yeah, which is just kind of strange. Yeah. Still interesting. interesting. So, but enough about, about, enough Stonehenge. about Stonehenge. Astrology. No, astronomy. So did I cover everything in that description uh, of the a, many things you do? I'm a very fickle person. Uh, I get interested in a thing and then I become really, really interested in it. And uh, then I become interested in other things. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad rather than uh, anything to be admired. Oh, I like sure trying not. new things all the time. Taxidermy. Oh, really? Have you tried taxidermy? Oh, no, taxi- I have not. <laughs> taxidermy. It's like halfway between puppet making and sculpture. Okay. Uh, Antoinette Radcliffe runs. Wonderful. Uh, taxidermy. Classes in Wellington. Is that your latest thing? It's a thing. <laughs> and how did you get into that? Uh, uh, via someone invited me to something on Facebook. Uh, there's a lot of amazing classes in Wellington. So you really can try... Pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> Are you from Wellington? Yes. I was actually born in Wellington, which is quite an unusual characteristic. At Wellington Hospital? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. It might have been in the Salvation Army home. All right. My mother was an unmarried mother. <gasps> Ooh, back in those days. So I was adopted, so I don't know which hospital I was born in. Okay, but Wellington. So you've been here your whole life? Whole life. Right. I've had holidays. <laughs> I've left occasionally. I like I like travelling. Travelling is wonderful. But yeah, so but I've lived only here. You've done quite a bit of travel then? About every two or three years my husband and I will do like a, a big trip. Lovely. Yeah. Now you have referred to a dark past in the corporate world. Oh, so dark. <laughs> mm, there was a time when I was a uh, a strategy analyst in the strategy group, in the strategy division of a large government state-owned corporation. Uh, looking into the future. Um, I did scenario planning and things, uh-huh. which is mm, very dark. Uh, but just kind of led me into improv. Uh, but it's telling, it stories, like it. it's telling stories about mm-hmm. the future, mm-hmm. only it was stories about power lines, <laughs> <laughs> which were very exciting if you're a power engineer. And do you think any of that provided material for your later work? So much material. <laughs> uh, so so much inspiration. I did wire sculptures at one stage, so I guess maybe that came from... I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but I've, I've left that well behind me. What prompted you to do that? So many people died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, including No, including my father, who made the terrible mistake of dying with money in the bank. Uh, oh. I've told my children I will not make that mistake. Uh, I intend to make sure that 
Well, so when he, he died and I ran off to art school. Which, uh-huh. uh, to be fair, when I was a teenager, I said I wanted to go to art school and he said, over my dead body. Oh, so um, 25 years later, uh, I ran off to art school. <laughs> it, was, no, it, was good. it was good, a lot of fun. There's uh, out at the Learning Connection in Taita, which is, again, a great, great learning resource in Wellington, which is just full of art. So you'd obviously always been interested in the arts? Interested, but not very active. Right. You know, that thing when you're working and you've got children and you, you maybe play with play doh mm. uh, maybe do some finger paint on the side, but it's, <laughs> it's all swept up again at the end of the day. So you'd sort of fallen into the steady job, but... Mm, oh, golden handcuffs. Yeah. yeah. Right. That sort of keep you working, but not uh, not playing enough, I don't think. So you went off to art school. Mm, lovely. And then just started doing art or what? Yeah, um, along with other... Th- I'm very idle, mostly. Uh, I te- the improv teaching is, is my technical paid job, but it's for about four hours a week, so I don't think that really... <laughs> it's not really a career path. <laughs> Maybe one day. So was that scary at first, leaving the steady job? <sighs> yeah, no. I, I mean, occasionally I run into people who are still working in the same office 15 years later. And I think, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you're never going to be tempted to go back? I don't think I could ever go back to that structured workplace thing, no. Mm-hmm. I've been, eh. well, it's probably just as well, given how much you've dissed it on your Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. The wonderful no, people. No, no. Important. It's, it's just very the adjective the dark. Power, the having good power is very important. Yeah, yes. Uh, you know, wind farms and things. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. They said it would never happen, and then we did scenario forecasting, and they said it could happen, and then it happened. So that is cool stuff, and it's cool that some people, you know, love Can. doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a terrible world without engineers keeping the lights on and the, and the sewage running. <laughs> We're all working on that. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we all do our bit towards the sewage, right? I've, I've got one child who's an electrician, which was, which is great. I worked really hard to try and encourage my daughter to become a plumber, but she just resisted. Damn it! That would be very useful. That was oh, so useful. So you you started doing art. How did you come to improv? I had to do public speaking in my job. Uh, I had to do things where talking to meetings where people might be a bit angry with me sometimes. <laughs> uh, and I was very nervous about... I was OK with reading my prepared notes that I'd written with the 10 pages of PowerPoint bullet points. <laughs> it was the you know, it was the 90s. Uh, and th- that was fine, but then if people would ask me questions, I'd be just horrified at the idea that I'd have to say something on the spot. And so I started doing improv to get comfortable with the idea that people might laugh at me, because uh, it's a good thing when you're doing comedy that people laugh at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it's fine, you win. So, yeah, so I, did, I started doing that to get better at uh, more confident in public speaking. Right. Uh, yeah. But then you... Okay, and then you left that environment. <laughs> well, I got so confident <laughs> about my public speaking that I felt comfortable enough to say goodbye Maybe some people might not know improv is. Do you want to give us a little explanation? Well, it's it's theatre for people who don't want to learn a script. So it's easy in one sense because you don't have to memorise lines or rehearse. or uh, But it's deliciously dangerous in others that you get up on stage and anything could happen. 
Uh, any story could happen and it's not rehearsed, it's just put together on the spot uh, in a co- collaborative sort of a way. Mm-hmm. So it's very fun. Were you scared the first time you went along? Oh, I might have been, but no. Do you want a story? Yes. Okay, this is the story I tell people about my first night at improv, which was um, my partner of 23 years had run off with a bar floozy. Seriously, I came back from holiday and he'd moved out and just left a note. I mean, I'm sorry to laugh, is this the way you describe it? Oh, no, it's so cool. Uh, Yeah, so so 23 years, suddenly single. The first class was on Valentine's Day. Uh, So I was going on, which was was good probably, because otherwise I think I'd have been sitting at home eating pints of ice cream. So I went along to an improv class, two hours of laughing and playing like a... Ridiculous thing. Uh, my tutor was Anton van Helden, who's, uh, who at the time was a uh, marine mammal specialist at Te Papa. He took the class. After class, we went to see a dead whale, uh, <laughs> which was something I'd never seen before. They had a whale in their freezer. Uh, so it was, all in all, as evenings go, it was such a good evening at such a dark time, uh, which is kind of how improv works for a lot of people because like, you've got an instant connection with people. And uh, yeah, it's a very team. It's a team. It's a team sport for people who don't do sport. Uh, yeah, so that was my first oh. my first night of improv. I just carried on from there. Really. Yeah, how did you end up taking over the class? <laughs> just bit by bit. <laughs> yeah, I now teach classes in the same place where I took those classes fourteen years ago. Uh, yeah, because it's 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 good for grown ups to play. You know, that, that sort of idea that the uh, music and art and sport should all be left to people who are good at it and the rest of us should just watch them. I don't. I despise that idea because uh, it's all too much fun to play. It makes me think about um, someone else who we had on the show, um, a guy called Andrew Carey, talked about playing with music and mm-hmm. pe- and it being accessible. Um, and I know you've talked about musical Improv as well. Mm-hmm. Is that something you're also involved with? Uh, it's not something I'm good at, but I love it when I get the chance to, to play with it. How uh, does that work? Uh, you just do it. Uh, come on, there's a workshop in a couple of weeks. Come along and there we go. <laughs> um, no, like little, if you get a little kid, uh, like a four-year-old, and they're wandering around the house, they'll kind of sing about everything. They'll kind of like, here's my glass of water, or whatever. They sing better than that because they haven't got that awkwardness of an adult of being embarrassed about what you do. So when you do something with a group of people and you get on stage, you kind of let, you get back to that child state where you just have no shame. Uh, and yeah, you just play with it. Very liberating. Yeah, very liberating. Uh, but the only the other music, only other music I ever play, and I haven't done much of that lately, is ukulele. Uh, that's a very yeah. accessible kind of music. It's a lot more portable than a piano. A lot mm-hmm. cheaper than a you know saxophone or anything like that. Pretty much anyone can learn to play a ukulele, at least well enough to um, sort of harmonise with themselves while they sing. And there's strumming groups all over Wellington. We can just go along and sing and play a ukulele. Most of them are pretty relaxed about how good you are. So, yeah, uh, try, try playing the ukulele. It's good fun. <laughs> You're like a pusher for all sorts of different <gasps> yeah. artistic endeavours. Except for <laughs> sitting in front of the television, not moving. I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> 
You are the co-creative director of the Wellington Improvisation Troupe. I am. Do we just call that WIT? We call it WIT. At least I am this week, but next week it's our annual general meeting when oh, all yeah. jobs right. are up for consideration. So <laughs> it could well be another someone else next week. So what is WIT? What is WIT? Uh, WIT is a community improv troupe. We teach classes for beginners up at the in cooperation with the Wellington Community Education Centre up at the high school. And we've been doing that for more than 10 years. Uh, and we put on shows on a sort of a regular basis, which uh, any of our, you know, we've put on some shows that are for people no matter what their level of experience, which are fun. We've done uh, quite a few charity shows. Uh, yeah, and it's just anyone can join. There's a lot of improv in Wellington. It's got this about six troops. Um, there's a big improv festival in Wellington in October, which is amazing. Uh, and that's you see the best improvisers from anywhere and that. But uh, you don't have to be the best improviser in the world to have a really good time and be really entertaining. So yeah, we're just our, our niche is the community improv. Right. So that might be different. I know some of the others go into corporations and yeah, do team building type things. They, they do. Yeah, it's a it's a good tool for um, corporate speaking and such things. Mm. Uh, and other groups, they have, which are you know, absolutely wonderful, they do very you know, professional, high-level shows. Uh, there's a new troupe up at Victoria University, Impop, uh, who are, I think they've got a show on tomorrow night at, at um, Tiaraha. Uh, yeah, no, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of improv in Wellington. I also convene a meet-up group called Wimprov, which meets once a month or so. That, again, anyone can come along, they don't have to. Have any training or experience? It will be provided. Great. Or we can link to some of these things when we put the podcast up. Yeah. For people who are feeling excited yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I saw on one of your pages that you have been to something called Loose Moose and something else called Improvention, if I'm reading my... Uh, oh, yeah. Where, have you been Facebook stalking me? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, that, yeah, that's a few. Loose Moose is an improv theatre in Calgary in Canada, which is where the style of improv that Whip plays, which is called Canadian improv, which is very much, it's kind of game-based and there's a very kind of, it's a very gentle sort of improv. Uh, that came from that Loose Moose Theatre and Improv with Keith Johnson. There's also Chicago-style improv theatre you'll also find in Wellington, which is kind of much faster-paced and um, just different styles. All fun, all good. All, mm. uh, what was the other? Improvention, Improvention's in Canberra, uh, which is just a, an improv festival, but I think the one in Wellington is bigger now. Oh, wow, neat. It's kind of cool. Go Wellington. Go Wellington. <laughs> So I'm going to jump in with a question. Oh. Ali, have you, um, it sounds like your artistic endeavours have given you a chance to travel. Is that something that's true? Or? It, it's, it's more that uh, when I travel, I will, because improvisers are lovely people everywhere. Uh, like this, in, um, in January we went to Amsterdam for their big improv festival, which was very cool. Uh, had yeah. people people all over the world, uh, and yeah, and so you're instantly in with a whole group of people, and you've all got something in common, uh, so that you know it's just it's very nice just to if you're travelling with someone for eight weeks and you're just looking at them over breakfast every single day for eight weeks, it's good to meet up with other people sometimes, <laughs> you know, no matter how yeah. <laughs> you know, so improv's a good it's a good thing when you travel. You can always find people doing improv somewhere. And it's quite often in English, which is very helpful. 
And so you would get to experience different styles. Yeah. Cool. But not that different. Yeah. They're all based on collaborating together to tell stories and play games. Neat. Yeah. How much longer we still got? A little longer. That's cool. We can mm-hmm. maybe delve into. Haven't you recently tried stand up, or is that a recent thing, or you've been doing uh, it for a while? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sort of at the definitely. It's a good. Thing. I keep trying stand up. Um, <laughs> I keep doing the uh, New Zealand what is it, the uh, New Zealand Comedy School, which Neil Thornton organised mm-hmm. in Wellington. They run regular beginners classes and then very gentle stand-up shows where you you know you have five minutes and you've but you've practised it together for weeks, so it's low risk. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's still quite it's, it's weirdly scarier than doing improv. I don't know why. I think uh, maybe for me it'd be being. On your own up there. You're on your own. Yeah, that's it. You're on your own, and you've you've sort of written, you hone your jokes over weeks, so it's kind of quite different from improv, which you do it on the spot, and if it's rubbish, you just go, ah. Whereas if you're doing stand up, it's you're putting yourself up there more, maybe. Yeah, I uh, think it sounds terrifying. It's exhilarating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being laughed at and applauded is very addictive. Seriously, you should, you should totally do try stand-up. You would be great. <laughs> Laura, why don't Laura, you? You could do some stand-up. You could totally, yeah. <laughs> oh, then we, since and, we're on it. And then I am back. being the pusher. Is, it's happening. It's all happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm being totally pushed happening. into artistic endeavours. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which, let's just go into something. You make puppets, right? I have, yeah, I do make, I have made some puppets. Um, I would call myself a uh, beginning puppet maker. I own more than I have made. Uh, we put on a puppet show a couple of fringes ago, which was just, it was such a mess, so much fun. Uh, <laughs> it went horribly wrong or horribly right. You can, it's hard to tell sometimes, but it was, yeah, a lot of fun. So are you sort of doing improv with the puppets yes. or is it scripted? No, 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 improv with the puppets. Improv. So it's kind of like putting another layer of things you've got to do at the same time. Does that make it harder or easier? Well, it's like you've got an instant character. Like, you know, when you're on, on stage, you have to create your character so the audience know that you're a, uh, an elderly yak farmer or, or whatever. Carry, I'm not sure where that is. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, what, what you're doing. Whereas the puppet, it's a blue furry monster. So all you've got to do is come up with a blue furry squeaky monster voice or a deep monster voice or, you know, just play with it. Uh, it's, in some ways, it's easier. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, though. And likewise, you make masks. Do you also use those? Uh, yeah, that came out of a particular style of mask performance that right. is designed for improv, but the mask making itself became very absorbing. Because, yeah, again, you put it on and it instantly is a character. Hmm. I had a look too, when, while I was talking here, at some of your <laughs> <laughs> sort of sculptural masks, I suppose. And I don't think they're actual masks, they're more like uh, faces to put on the wall or. Whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there shouldn't be many. Well, they look like they're made of metal, to me. Oh, oh it's on your uh, on your art page. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I mean, some of those things and some of your illustrations look quite dark. Do you, would yeah, that be well, fair? I, at the spooky <laughs> end of dark. Mm. Like, I mean, one of, with improv, with the fun thing is like facing your fears. So often people improv very dark themes because the things you're afraid of. A kind of if you can laugh at your fears and you know, laugh in the face of death, you know we do the zombie shows at Halloween or whatever. It's it's, it's good to do that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, we're probably just about out of time, oh. so um, 
That was a, a rush to get through yeah. <laughs> all the amazing things that you do. So much research. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just Googled Ellie Little. <laughs> I know there's other Ellie Littles there. Uh, yeah, there was. There was someone still in the corporate world. Anyway, <laughs> unless you're lying to me and you're leading a double life. Mm, no, mm. me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. And I do recommend on a personal level the um, Ellie's classes at Wellington High School, the evening classes. Give it a go. Because Sadie is a star pupil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I thought it would be terrifying, actually, but it, it really wasn't. It was like you said, it was just joyous and fun and yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and liberating. Yeah. Okay. Thanks thank, so much. That program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.